Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. It's Big Foot Collectors Club with Bryce, Michael, and Ivy. I know a story of high strangeness or two. <laughs> Let's do this. Hey, everybody. Hey. <laughs> I don't know who this guy is, but he's coming in hot. He's coming in hot. <laughs> Welcome to Bigfoot Collectors Club, the show where we talk to amazing guests about their personal paranormal history and share stories of high strangeness. I'm your host, Michael McMillan. With me always is your other host. I love that unchanneled energy that came out. Bryce Johnson here. Bryce, jo- Bryce Johnson, baby. Unless it has something to do with the get our guests tonight. I think so. And uh, of course, always with us as well is our super producer. Hey, everybody, Riley Bray. Yeah. I mean, our guests were just speaking about how they have been asked lately to to do some early morning podcasts. We're recording at night, but we can (laughs) bring that early FM radio energy. uh, energy That morning show energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, it's the Geezer and Bigfoot, and we're here with the new Kirks from Hellier and their new film, uh, The Unbinding. The Unbounded. Oh, Unbinding. I'll just so, push sound effect buttons. Yeah. Have you guys ever met? Have you ever met Paris Hilton? What's she like? <laughs> That's the kind of questions that you can Paris Hilton. I remember one time I was doing one, and they were like, uh, "So, have you met any celebrities? Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton?" I was like, wow. "Oh, really? Yeah." Oh, I was that's like, brutal. Oh, Hollywood talk. Oh my God, I don't want to do that. All right, let's bring them right in. Uh, yeah. We are doing something very special this week. We're not quite at the end of the month, but uh, we are going to dip back into our listener stories, a.k.a. the L files, including some leftover cryptid encounters from Big Harry Summer that we never got around to. Uh, got around to. And our Great. listeners are very lucky to have their emails read this week because we have some of the biggest and best names with us today from the paranormal field. From the podcast mm-hmm. Haunted Objects, the streaming series Hellier, and the new documentary The Unbinding, please welcome paranormal investigators and returning guests who are always welcome all the way from Planet Weird. It's Dana and Greg Newkirk. Woo! Hey, guys. Hey! Hey! hey. <laughs> it's good to be here today with you guys. Oh, Have you guys had to do any like, general well, yeah. radio <laughs> interviews about like this stuff? Have you? What's, well, like, what's the most mainstream avenue you've ever had to be on? to talk about Hellier or or perhaps the Unbinding. <laughs> we did. Oh. We did like a California local news segment, oh which was my actually, God. Yes. this was for 
the <laughs> Disney Plus show it we was, did with Jeff Goldblum. It was. Of course. <laughs> oh, of course. nice. Perfect. And, and it was, they were asking us, like, about Bigfoot, and we're like, oh, no, Bigfoot's a, we think he's a ghost from... Well, Greg was like, well, you know, we didn't find Bigfoot in this episode. You could see, like, the lady's face just, like, go... <laughs> like, okay. Spoiler alert. Right. It was, like, an NBC affiliate, so clearly, we're like, they had to promote it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. That one... She was like, I, I'm talking about Bigfoot right now. And right. It was and then she was like, well, uh, anyway, uh, the weather's pretty great. <laughs> they basically, like, like swiped us off the screen. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you should have teased it out a little bit more. You know what I mean? I think we, possibly. We uh we got learning to do. Yeah. <laughs> a little you like pulled training, aside yeah. by like the Disney Plus, you know, publicists like guys. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum versus Bigfoot. What, what, what come on? It's right in front of you. We just want to feel like he's gonna show up. That's Listen, all. We just people are watching like for Jeff Goldblum. They're not watching for Bigfoot. That's Let's be true. honest. <sighs> Well, I think Man. you're our only guest who've ever done any paranormal investigation on a Disney-affiliated network, so that is pretty <laughs> mainstream. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. Bryce, you're getting closer one. being merged with Warner Brothers over Discovery. You're oh, that's close. right. That's so you're like yeah. with the Tiny Toons. You're with Tiny <laughs> Toons and Animaniacs. You mean locked up in that Warner, the... Warner Brothers tower. Yeah. yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels well, befitting. Get excited, everybody, because this isn't just, uh, this is the first of two episodes that we have the New Kirks for this week. If you are a member of The Other Side, we are going to do one of our movie club episodes where we unpack, loaded with spoilers, uh, the, their new movie, their new documentary, The Unbinding, which we have seen. We got to go see oh down gosh. at the Frida Cinema yep. last month. It was so much fun. So uh, cool. We found out immediately that all everything that, that everyone says about synchronicity in the New Kirks is true. Uh, we were out of our parked car yeah. for less than yep. three minutes before you, uh, you two, and Carl Fiverr drove by, and then you ended up eating at the same restaurant as we were at. You, you guys were our first celebrity sighting in we, LA. We did. It's oh, true. That's yeah. What it was. Sad. 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 What a um, town. Tell everybody about the Unbinding, which I believe, as of this recording, is it will not as of this recording, but when this drops, it's out. Uh, tell us about it and where can people find it? Uh, the Unbinding documents basically, I think, what, five or six year investigation mm -hmm. into an item that was sent to us by a couple hikers who found it in a cave in the Catskills of New York. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it, you can tell, well, this thing's not very nice. It's got nails nailed <laughs> into the eyes and a noose around the neck. Uh, the type of thing you wouldn't take out of a cave mm -hmm. if you <laughs> had watched a horror movie before. Right. <laughs> And it really is, uh, it's a documentation of that uh, investigation, and it goes to a place that we never would have expected. And uh, it made me think differently about haunted objects. It made me think differently about ghosts, and I think it might do that for some people who watch it, too. I think so. We had a similar reaction to it. And for those who are still hanging on pins and needles as to where the hell your inv investigation is leading overall... <laughs> which I'm one of those people, love Hellier. <laughs> this is a really cool experiment uh, because we get some real answers, I feel like, in this documentary. So <laughs> yes. yeah. not to shame Hellier. Like Hellier. <laughs> I got all the answers I needed from Hellier. What are you talking about? Five yeah. stars. There are crones. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So you, will, you will see crones in this one. Yeah, no, it. I just Guaranteed really crones. appreciate where the story goes and without giving too much away, obviously, where it resolves. And uh, it's a very, very satisfying watch. And we all really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, thanks. So, it was uh, thanks. awesome that you guys came. We were so yeah. stoked to see you guys at the it was premiere. Great. So thanks for coming. You made it was our a night. blast. Lots oh, of we're, we're uh, BCC we peeps fan, there yeah. as well. <laughs> for sure, we got crossover, yeah, cool. man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was lovely. So Love shout that. out to everybody who was there. Um, where can people watch it? Uh, it's going to be everywhere. Everywhere. Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Google Play, YouTube, anywhere you rent or purchase films, you can find it. Okay. Love that. Love man. it. All right. Well, let's do this. You guys, you guys have the best paranormal brains around. I feel like you, if you, <laughs> I don't know. If it ex- well, I'll say this. It's official now. If, if it exists, you've investigated it in one form or another. So uh, from, I, I feel like from Bigfoot all the way to Crohn's to Kentucky Goblin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're armchair. You guys are boots on the ground. So yes. <laughs> I don't know. You know. We try. <laughs> yes. And let's remind our listeners as well that Dana, mm-hmm. you are a hedge witch as well. So we're not mm-hmm. joking around here. Right. I'll bring, I'll bring my occult knowledge with me. Okay, great. So oh, let's yeah. let's just jump right in. Uh, these are the Elf Files for this month. If you have an encounter story that you feel like belongs in the Elf File collection, please write to us at BigfootCollectorsClub at gmail.com, and we might read it in a future episode. Okay, Greg, Dana, get your thinking caps on. I'm going to Oh, we're ready. Off. Here we go. Good morning, boys, and Greg and Dana. First, thanks for the earworm that I've been devouring in the form of BCC for the past couple of weeks. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. It's been an interesting year for me personally. I had open heart surgery in October of 2022. In September 2022, I still don't know what to say, 2022 or 2022. (laughs) Um, In September 2022, we were in a bad car accident. To serve as a conclusion to the trifecta of fantastic events, in March of this year, we had a home invasion involving a Walter White disciple, guns, and a plethora of officers and a canine. That said, the past is the past, and it's time to get weird. After my surgery, oh my I mean, God. I feel like it already got weird. What a, I was going to say, get yeah, weird. We're, we're, yeah. yes. we're there. We are so in weird get, territory. I'm going to say, like, let's put a pin in this because it seems already we're dealing with some dark energy, I feel like. Sure. After my surgery, as I recovered from the anesthesia, I was graced with a moment of absolute clarity. My normal astigmatism was gone. Vision was perfect. And the colors Whoa. were so vivid, it was almost like a dreamscape. Mentally, it all made sense for about an hour. Maybe it was the cocktail of drugs they gave me for pain, and if so, uh, please, sir, might I have another? (laughs) As time went on, my vision returned to its slightly blurry self, but weird glitches have taken place. Random spots that look pixelated will enter my peripheral and stay in the same place where if it were just my vision, it would track with my eyeline as they move. I hope that makes sense. This has happened a few times. Just yesterday, on my way to work, a goose was flying parallel to the side of the road in the opposite lane. It looked odd, like it wasn't gaining ground, so I slowed to about 30 miles per hour as I passed. It wasn't moving at all just Mm. flapping in the same spot. It's like that phenomenon that happens if you and a plane are traveling at a certain distance and speeds, but this was 20 feet from me. The oddest thing happened on August 20th, 2023, so pretty recently. We have seven acres in western Wisconsin. It's a small hobby farm, and during the pandemic, to to keep from going insane, we brought in campers as a mock vacation situation. We still enjoy it. On the night in question, 
I was bringing in something up to the camper when I stopped in my tracks. A set of sapphire blue eyes were staring at me about 100 yards away. We have coyotes that sometimes will come into our horse pasture, so I chalked it up to that. Then it increased in height from what what seemed to be was about dog height to close Uh-oh. to about six feet. Oh, I, I smell almost, a dog man story coming. I hmm. almost jobbied myself. Now, jobby, this is a term <laughs> that came from another guest. That's when you shit your pants. Okay. This came it's from Holly Laurence. Do you have to take a jobby? Right. You have to take a jobby. I almost jobbied myself. And he, they even wrote, see episode 245. <laughs> Directing okay. us to our own. I scrambled for my phone and snapped two pictures. Now, I sent. I'm, I'm interrupting here. I sent all of you listening, and I'll put this on the Instagram. I took the clearer, uh, the clearest of the two pictures, and I sent okay. them to you. And then I zoomed in to you can see it's hard to see with the naked eye in the in the zoomed out version, but when you zoom in, you can clearly see what looks to be some oh, yeah. shine. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, I have an older phone and it makes it look like it was a mile away and you must zoom in to see two eye shines. Another weird thing about it is the light from the flashlight seemed to be absorbed by whatever it was, so I I couldn't see a clear outline. My wife was yelling at me to get back into the house at this point, still not comfortable after the home invasion, so I decided to walk backwards towards the house. Through me... Uh, through me moving and the noises, it never turned away. It moved about five feet to its left, but never broke eye contact. So you can see the camper in the photo, and in the distance, you see these glowing yeah. eyes. Dogmen never break yeah. eye contact. Everybody knows that. Yeah. They always lock on. <laughs> the next day, I looked for tracks or any evidence, but never found anything. Just to clarify, I shined the same flashlight into my horse's eyes, to which they said, Hey. <laughs> got a comedian here. Good thinking. They yeah. reflect I a yellowish too, color. Yeah. My German <laughs> shepherds reflect a light blue. I have no explanation for what happened, but I, I know mm. it didn't seem quite right. That's my contribution. I hope this finds you all happy and healthy, Kurt. All right. A lot to unpack in this yeah. letter. Mm-hmm. Stuff that seems not connected, but yep. maybe... glitch in the matrix stuff, and then yeah, uh, and the then scoops. some possible dog man sighting. Yeah, yeah. What's what's your instinct on this one, Greg and Dana? I mean, so we've got right off the top a lot of things going on, including a health scare. I mean, yeah. so Car you've accident. got you've got a lot of things There's packed trauma. on top of themselves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then it's sort of followed by a series of weird experiences. Which I think is a common thing. I think people who yeah. go through, you know, the, the old trope is that people who are in car accidents become psychic. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Like, that's a thing that happens all the time. Somebody has a traumatic experience, and then they are they seem to be opened up to something else. Well, yeah, because you wow. have to think about it, like, in a way, you can consider that when you have a traumatic experience like that, to a degree, you are kind of having a paradigm shift. Your, your mm-hmm. consciousness is shifting and changing. Right. Which which could leave you in a position where you're a little bit more permeable to witnessing and experiencing strange things. So I think the timing of all of this is very interesting. I also love that they did their own like detective work. Yes. And they, they were shining lights and all yeah, the other animals oh, yeah. <laughs> to see. That's great. Yeah. Uh, to, so to me, that sounds like this person isn't reaching to have an experience, which yeah. I, I you know, mm. you see a lot of, you know, and it's always a it's a hard thing to do like evidence review for other people because you don't want to be like difficult. Well, that 
smudge on your camera lens is not your dead grandfather. Yeah. And it's hard, too, because it's like often the person having the experience is trying to, in the moment, document this weird thing that's happening in front of them. And most of the time, the evidence doesn't weigh up with the experience itself, which can be really frustrating. And then when you have people go, well, it just looks like cars or whatever, it can be very Mm -hmm. frustrating. But the other detail that I think is really interesting is how different all of these different things that they've experienced yeah. are. It's not just like, oh, I, I thought I saw a ghost. It's like, you know, f- things floating in midair and then eye shine and all sorts of... It's very interesting. It just makes me think this person might be a little bit closer to perceiving the world of high strangeness. Yeah, yeah. You, I like this idea. This, this sort f- of trauma-induced spectrum-opening yeah. Uh, yeah. ability, whether wanted or not, you know yeah. what I mean? You have this, now you're starting to just see a little bit more of the spectrum of what's of what's exactly. taking place in the purview. Well, what do you make of yeah. the moment of coming out of surgery and being in that hour-long moment of pure crystal clarity and seeing strange things? And again, could be the drugs, you know, obviously mm-hmm. you can't rule that out. But I've I've had surgery, I've come out of anesthesia. It's pretty groggy. It's not it's not that lucid usually. So, you know, what do you make of that? Is there something there mm-hmm. maybe? What if they weren't seeing with their normal senses? It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What if it was like a yeah. sixth sense kind of deal when they're coming out? They're, in. you know, they've already had the experience. Mm-hmm. They've already been shaken up to it. Mm-hmm. And then I think sometimes, you know, I, I know I've had dreams that feel incredibly vivid yep. if I've just gone through like a really weird experience. Yeah. Yep. And it's almost like when you realize, oh, my eyes don't work that way, it suddenly doesn't become as vivid anymore sure you yeah know, it changes so yeah. what if it was you know a sixth sense that was uh, woken up and uh then when the rest of the body starts to wake up it goes away yeah like yeah exactly that's interesting yeah I you mean, hear, you hear few, that in there, oh, go ahead, there are a few more liminal spaces than post-anesthesia yeah it's almost like an induced sort of uh, oh, mortality man. you know oh, yeah you, you really sure. yeah. flatliners consciousness man. it's yeah. a so you know, the coming coming back out of that, it's like sometimes people get super emotional. Sometimes yeah. people like like have these moments of clarity, or or yeah, sometimes it's just like a groggy mess. But I I actually thought it was funny in this because uh, one time when I had surgery and they gave me the drugs for the first time. I also said, um, that's amazing. Can I please have some more? <laughs> I can see clearly. <laughs> I don't remember saying that, but they told that's me afterwards. That, that, you think it's very you. funny. You think the anesthesiologists yeah. hear that all the time? They probably, probably. hear the oh most amazing God. things. I think what's cool about this is you have someone who's had a pretty intense experience. There is a lot of potential for trauma, but mm-hmm. they have a really good sense of humor. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, they're obviously like moving through this process in a really healthy way, which is a really good sign. And I would just say, you know, if it's something that you're interested in, lean into it, explore it. See yeah. if, if if this isn't something that can be permanent for you, If you're yeah. if you like that. And keep us posted, cool. Kurt. We want to hear if anything there you happens. Go. You know, get any weird more with strange it, Kurt. activity. <laughs> awesome. This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Listen, it's time to go to bed, and you're wondering what's going to keep you up at night. All you want is a good night's sleep, but you're worried. Am I going to think about all the mistakes I made in my life? Am I going to get abducted by aliens? Is that Shadow Man coming back? Well, I guarantee you one of the things you should be thinking about that's getting in the way of a good night's sleep, your gross sheets. 
Did you know that your temperature at night can have one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality? If you wake up too hot or too cold, I highly recommend you check out Miracle Maid's bed sheets. Inspired by NASA, Miracle Maid uses silver infused fabrics and makes temperature regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night long. And you know what? That shadow man, he's only coming for sweaty grossies. So you want to get in some nice sheets that keep you thermoregulated. Did you know that traditional bed sheets can harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat? It can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and it's just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. And you know, that incubus, he doesn't want some nice smelling sheets. No, he likes the gross stuff. These Miracle Made sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than the bed sheets used by some five-star hotels. And let me tell you, I love my Miracle Made bed sheets. I sleep very soundly in them. And so far, I don't think I've been abducted by aliens since I put them on my mattress. Go to trymiracle.com slash BCC to try Miracle Made sheets today. And whether you're buying them for yourself or as a gift for a loved one, if you order today, you can save over 40%. And if you use our promo code BCC at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash BCC and use the code BCC to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash BCC to treat yourself. Thank you, Miracle Made, for sponsoring this episode. And thank you, Miracle Made, for keeping the shadow man away. Right. Well, Bryce, what, what's uh, next in the old uh, file cabinet there? Yeah, let's uh, let's take a look at another one here. This one says, hey, BCC, my name's Tony, and I've been enjoying your podcast on road trips for the last year or so. Always makes it easier to keep my eyes peeled through the Smoky Mountains, especially later at night. So thank you genuinely. I love hearing that. Okay, great. Uh, a decade ago, my family had just relocated to the edge of a major park in Alabama and as it goes in new surroundings, I, I was struggling to sleep. I was watching TV in my new room, overlooking our street, when I heard the sudden sound of a thunk come from outside my window. I turned to look and was not prepared for what I witnessed. Sifting through our garbage can, the lid, the source of sound, right, was an inexplicably, absurdly large dog. The size was startling, but it only proceeded to get weirder. I watched for what felt like several increasingly creepy minutes. Uh, this thing parsed through our garbage contents with surprising discern. It seemed to be picking up individual pieces and choosing what it wanted from the can. No. When it had finished its I shopping like list. <laughs> I don't like yeah, that Yeah. I watched it step back from the can with a bipedal comfort that actually made me start to shake with discomfort. 
it went to four legs and ran to the woods at a high rate of speed. Needless to say, I slept like shit that night. And man, I wish the story stopped here. The next morning, at breakfast, completely unprompted, my brother looks up from his cereal and says, Did any of you see that wolf digging in our garbage last night? I probably turned ghost white before saying, Okay, so that wasn't a dream. Our parents struggled to believe our mutual description of what started to sound like a dog-like monster, six to seven feet tall, on its hind legs, nearly completely jet black hair, with an ever-present phylo... I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's pilo erection, and they're going to explain what that is. I, okay. It's not what you think. Okay. That's a I'm new glad word I took, you think. <laughs> I'm glad I took word pause. Pilo erection. That's yeah, called, that that's is called a BJ in the Shadow Man song, for sure. That, that stopped me in <laughs> my tracks. An ever-present pilo okay. erection. Maybe also... <laughs> an ever-present... Uh, yeah, I was going to say like an, ere- like, like an erection, uh, but pilo works as well. <laughs> pilo erection across its shoulders, hair on the back of the neck, standing up as if in constant threat mode. I think okay, that's Webster's. what that is. All right. I'm a big dog lover, and I know what large domestic breeds look like, and I know that Alabama's largest wild dog is a coyote. You can put me under oath. Neither (laughs) domestic dog nor coyote is what I saw. I really tried to forget after we moved. I didn't know about the existence of Dog Man Tales until I listened to your podcast. I looked up the sketches and artist renditions and was nearly brought to tears. The first Google image I see is from a Michigan Dogman account, and I actually went to the restroom and got physically ill from what I saw. I, verbatim, was staring at what I was trying to convince myself was a mutually shared nightmare between my brother and me. I don't or didn't believe in canine-based cryptids. I I flirt with some Bigfoot theory, love me some alien (laughs) stories, and fully believe ghosts are real. And parenthetical, but this one night genuinely shook me. I can't lie. It was an excellent excuse for both my brother and me when we would forget to take the trash out for the next couple of years. <laughs> Hell no. I'm not becoming Relatable. Wolfman food. Yeah. Thank you again for excellent collection of accounts and some awesome think tank action, guys. Sincerely, Tony. Okay. Tony yeah. and his brother, Dogman Witnesses. Yeah. I tell Dude. you what. I opened the Dogman door earlier this summer, and these really stories did. have been it's hard flooding in. It's yeah. crazy. Greg, yeah. Dana, what do you think about this one? Oh, yeah, or in general, Greg and Dana, what do you think about Dogman? We got dude. I I love Dogman I stuff. Too. I'm kind of terrified. <laughs> I of love it because it, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It's you know just, what I mean. Mm-hmm. It yeah. feels like. It's from somewhere else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And it's it terrifies me. It it, ugh, it there's something about it that like feels just innately frightening to me. Like it's on a core level. I, I if mm-hmm. I saw it, I would just be absolutely terrified. L- let mm-hmm. me let me ask you this. You know how sort of Jacques Vallée's theory that these like early sort of airships, the dirigibles, and and then it started to transmogrify into other things like a classic saucer shaped, and now it's moved into this tic tac genre. Do you think sort of the Bigfoot sort of archetype is evolving into other things as well to maybe get more of the public's attention? Like now Bigfoot is shifting into these sort of dog man these canine or lichen type cryptids and and because people are seeing them in scores mm-hmm. and, uh, you know and it's like uh what, what do you guys think about that i love that theory, i Bryce. love that i think that's great yeah i i mean i you know i think mm-hmm. most people who who know us know that we really flirt with the idea that a lot of this stuff is sort of internally generated mm-hmm. or is is some like mass consciousness kind of thing that gets yeah. manifested so Constantly. it makes sense to me that like 
people are st- starting to report these things yeah. and then they're showing up more and more because yeah. it's mm. being embedded in the mass subconscious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I love that idea that Bigfoot is evolving. Yeah, it's like more a cousin. Like it's, yeah, it's some sort, like you said, some sort of like archetypal. Uh, it's so much scarier it, though. It is scary. Yeah, it, it seems like more. it took a menacing turn for sure. Yeah. The thing that struck It's fascinating. The strikes me about Dogman when reading uh, Linda Godfrey's accounts is it also seems that obviously with Bigfoot, we have the apparition-like qualities or the interdimensional-like qualities, but it seems a lot sure. of the Dogman stories really do seem to feel, do seem to come across as if this big, dark, black being is almost a shadow being as well, that they, they yeah. almost have an ethereal quality to them, and that Oh, that really jumped out at me. I feel like there's more of those stories about Dogman being a shadow entity than there are, and there are some about Bigfoot, but but that kind of jumped out as a distinction for me as well. Mm. Sure. Pour one out for Linda Godfrey, by yeah. the way. I know. Yeah. Gosh. Mm. We, we so love sad. Her legend. What a legend. Mm-hmm. For big, sure. Big there's, fans. There's something sort of all, I've always thought very fey about their stories also. There's, mm. they're, they seem to kind of like exist in that that same sort of space mm-hmm. a little bit very earthbound mm. very yeah. very kind of they just they make me think of Faye a lot that's interesting for yeah. sure this episode is brought to you by hello fresh hello fresh yes with hello fresh you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered where right to your doorstep Ding dong. skip trips to the grocery store hello fresh makes home cooking easy fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Mm, you know that spooky time is upon us and a new season calls for new meals. And HelloFresh has a fresh fall lineup of delicious dinners and more to choose from. You can take your pick from 40 weekly recipes that suit your lifestyle. From veggie, like me, uh, to family-friendly, fit, and wholesome. Like Bryce. And <laughs> nothing on there for me. Just kidding. <laughs> I love HelloFresh. And you know what? HelloFresh is more than just dinners. You can also stock your fridge with easy breakfasts, quick lunches, and fresh snacks. Just ho- shop HelloFresh Market and add any of these tasty time-saving solutions to your weekly box. And you know what's even better? With HelloFresh, you're getting top-notch produce because it travels from the farm to your door in less than seven days. I think it would take me longer than that to drive to the nearest farm, okay? Yeah, yeah, it would, Michael. And you know what what I love about it, too, is like, so I've I've got a couple recipes there, and and I've used them again. Now that I've had these dinners, new ideas are sort of opening up in my cooking possibilities, and I'm Uh like, oh, I'm going to go back to that uh, to that uh, rice dish I liked so much that they yep. provided. I've cooked these HelloFresh meals and they've turned out great and I really boost my confidence and I'm not doing it for long either. Most of these meals are like 20 to 40 minutes to prepare from from like, you know, opening the bag or opening they the fridge. They make it very and easy. It's yes. so yeah. easy and they're You teach great. a man to cook fish and he'll eat for a lifetime. Yes, there you go. <laughs> and it brings the kids in too. My kids are like, what are you guys doing? And they wanted to help with the, the cool recipe cue cards too. So if you guys got a family and, and want to spend more time together, this is a great way to do it in your kitchen where everybody ends up. So just go to HelloFresh.com slash 50BCC and use code 50BCC for what? 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. That's huge. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50BCC and use code 50BCC for 50% off plus 
15% off the next two months. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Uh, Riley, I'm looking in the file cabinet here. We actually blew past one that I had set aside for you. Why don't you uh, read what you got there? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hello, BCC and Greg and Dana. I'm Brandon from Texas, and I have a story to tell you. Well, hi, Brandon from Texas. I would like to start by saying this story gives me chills thinking about it. I was in fifth grade when this took place. I was in a class, I don't know which one it was, when my friends came over and told me about something they saw at their house, and they even drew me a picture. I sadly don't have it anymore. They told me it was something that was stalking them, and when they would see it, it was for a few seconds and then it would vanish. They said it almost looked like it was dancing. I don't know, that's just what they told me. A couple days later, I was going to bed and looked out my window and saw what they described standing in my yard. Oh, God. It was a humanoid, black, blobby thing with red glowing eyes. I could barely sleep. It gave me this utter feeling of dread. Later in the week, I was in my mom's car waiting on her and looking around casually and saw it again in the rearview mirror. But this time, it was way more human looking. It was pitch black with the same red glowing eyes and looked as if it was made of black smoke. Cool. When I whipped around to look at it, it was gone. I immediately told the friends about it and we were all spooked, but I haven't seen it since. I believe in the paranormal, but when I looked into it years later, the internet said it was a shadow person. But I would like to know your opinions on it. Thank you for listening to my story of high strangeness. Brandon from Texas. (sighs) That's a good one. That's a good one. That's visceral. I I could feel that one. I like the detail about how the second time he saw it, it had more definition to it. As if his mind was. That makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. I do not. It's so eerie. It's gaining strength and being perceived or something. Yeah, I know. It's personifying. It's like taking on more of a recognizable shape, (laughs) which is fascinating. Maybe that's why it's not supposed to leave the bedroom window at night. You know what I mean? When it shows up the next day, like in daylight behind your mom's car, that's a problem. Yeah. The yeah, rear mirror that. thing gets me. Any kind of like mirror showing you what's behind you, <laughs> yeah, is that's like peak peak oh, fear. That's great. <laughs> I want to know what their friends were doing yeah. when they saw this thing for the yeah. first time. I'm very what curious. were they up to? What I were they yeah. getting into? Mm-hmm. We need more that's details. But did they read from a weird book they found yeah. in the basement? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh did they God. read the Latin out loud? Mm-hmm. They found like <laughs> one of their dad's old journals. They uh-huh. read it aloud. Oh my God. Unlocked some weird. <laughs> I can't tell if yeah. you guys are being facetious. Does that stuff happen? <laughs> Do people read old grimoires and stir things up? <laughs> there are real grimoires. Absolutely. Yeah. I always tell, like, anytime we're going through anything, I'm like, do not read the Latin out loud. <laughs> Never yeah. read it out loud. Good. Smart. Smart. Day one stuff. Good call. That's, yeah. You don't. Don't read the Latin. That's just standard operating <laughs> That's procedure. Like Everybody knows rules. you don't read the Latin out loud. <laughs> well, I'm seeing just a theme. Good rules to live yeah. by. I yeah. think yeah. people For aren't, sure. aren't listening to the horror movies. The lessons yeah. right. they're trying to teach them. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The other thing I mean, that's this- interesting about this that I wonder if holds any power too, if we so if we have the the further manifestation of the of the more human like, and the night before, few days before, we have a blobby thing. A day or so before that, we have it in a drawing, right? Which makes me wonder if there's if there is sort of a conjuring happening mm. there of sorts, mm, where the kids mm. see it, they draw it, which helps it manifest. Then it's 
it's transposed to the next right. kid, right? And mm-hmm. and then suddenly it's taking on a more physical manifestation. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what a lot of ghosts are. I think they're like mm-hmm. a weird game of telephone that people play because mm-hmm. you know, we've talked about this Talk once about in a while. That. We've, Unpack that a little bit. What do you mean? We've we've visited places uh, you know, when we were kids that never were haunted and they're just spooky and abandoned. And then all of a sudden, you know, like a a, a show or a podcast or a book writes a spooky story that involves this place, and then all of a sudden everyone who goes there sees it. Oh, and it changes and it becomes more clear. Mm-hmm. I think that our minds hold a lot more power that Absolutely. way. And that's not to say that they're not real. It's just yeah. that I think we I think it's a co-creative process and a lot of a lot of uh, mm-hmm. uh, experiences and you know drawing it, writing about it, yeah, talking it, to you guys about it. It's yeah. that tulpa, mm-hmm. it's that tulpa energy magic, yeah. right? Sure. Like yeah. bringing something into existence uh, just by believing in it, talking about it, like exactly. giving it emotion. Yeah, it's 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 thought forms. It's giving giving thought forms, and and right. you see it like you you'll see it often. Like you're at Greg said, you know, like in a lot of haunted locations, you have a lot of thought forms. People bringing their own ideas of what's going to happen to them in some places, and mm. and really like I think the interesting detail is the drawing and the fact that they really did take collectively as a group take mm-hmm. this time to to think about what this thing was, give it yeah. shape, give it dimension, and then it jumped and changed with the next person's Ooh. perception of it which is absolutely fascinating yeah. and i'd love to know if this is continued if it if i think it, it will after this episode i mean yeah, yeah like it, <laughs> i want to know more details about this one rule number two don't draw further. the entities everybody yeah. knows that come on I, is there, we're gonna have a complete <laughs> yeah. Yeah. rule book to, we're gonna have a complete we need to write rule, a rule book, book after yeah. this episode yeah. Exactly. Yeah. all we need I, is five like ben i don't want to put you two on this i don't want to put you two on the spot but that really i've never thought about the before is, are there examples of magic manifestation that are art based and drawing based as opposed to yeah. language or prose based? Mm. Oh, I I one hundred percent believe so. I mean, sure. if you look at the original Philip experiment, which uh, your listeners are probably familiar with, the idea that you can sit and construct a ghost, they drew what he looked like. Mm-hmm. You know, there were images of him, and that right. helped them manifest that that entity that actually communicated with them, even though. It wasn't a real entity. Uh, And I mean, there's, you know, there's there's researchers like um, Kenneth Grant, who is a ritual magician, kind of heretical Thelemite, uh, Typhonian tradition stuff. He believed that all art was coming from a place he called the Mauve Zone. And the Mauve Zone was where, like, the entities lived that that inspired artists and creatives. And sometimes those artists and creatives would bring something into the real world that would manifest in the real world. I love that. That's great. That's really cool. That's cool. Even through music. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I always think, you know, there are some musicians that I always think of the things that they craft or create, they feel like sonic rituals, like sonic spells. They're bringing something into the world. And so you see it all the time. Yeah. Dylan, the Beatles, it always just came to me. I just opened up the door and let it in. <laughs> I didn't know we were going to have another guest. <laughs> well, you all, conjured him through yeah, the collective yeah. feedback loop. I'm, I'm conjured, expression. I'm black and bubbly, and I've got red eyes. <laughs> and I'm about to jobby all of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we're, we're, we're lowering ourselves here. Come on, Michael. I don't think so. High-low, baby. High-low. High this low. is great. Roller coaster. Yeah. 
exactly. That's okay. All right, all right. This episode is brought to you by Harry's. Boys, who do you shave for? Yourself, your partner, society? Bigfoot. I shave for Bigfoot. Yeah, that's a good question. I shave for myself and for society. For for myself, when I'm like, okay, this is getting a little too scraggly and I'm seeing a little too many white facial hairs. And then and then I shave for society when I'm expected to like go to an audition and be clean shaven, man. Uh, For me, it's like there's there's nothing like coming off the road and and feeling so just like worn out and and (laughs) scraggly and then just getting like a a hot shower and a clean shave. And I was like, I am a new man. I'm ready for the world. It's a clean slate. It's lovely. Mm -hmm. Those were all great answers, by the way. No matter why you shave, Harry's has you covered for the best shave of your life at a price you'll love. From their legendary high-quality razors to skin products like exfoliating face wash and hydrating lotion. I'm wearing Harry's Daily Face Lotion right Right now, no joke. I love you're glowing. Yeah, Harry's gives you a better premium shave without the premium price tag. And I'm not just uh, talking out my you know what. I I love this razor and I love the price point. That's what's up. Yeah, and it's delivered right to your door. And when my mine showed up and I I gave myself a nice clean shave, and I gotta say, this is a a high quality razor. I really like the shaving cream. It's it's, uh, it it kind of. I threw I threw away my old razor, you guys. And listen, this is yes, Riley. As you know, he's an aesthetics man. This is the man who took two months in a hot summer to find a fan that he enjoyed. So if he likes the (laughs) razor and the way it looks, you know it's cool. That says something. It's It's true. It's true. true. And (laughs) I also like you know I have a problem with like a lot of like other uh, other razors you're gonna get. They're just like they kind of look cheap, then they kind of look bad. And Mm -hmm. I love the color of the handles. I have a blue one and I have an orange one. The blue one goes in my travel bag. The orange one stays in my bathroom here at home. Uh, it's great. I love it. I love their products, and um, I'm I'm a Harry's man. I'm 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 here for it. A smooth yeah, shave too. shouldn't shouldn't be rough on your wallet. You can get a thirteen dollars starter set for just three bucks at Harry's.com/bcc. It includes a five blade German engineered razor, weighted handle. There's that quality I'm talking about. Foaming shave gel. I love the shave gel and a travel cover. You know what's a good thing about the that shave gel it doesn't burn your face it's mm. it's nice and uh it's lovely and it doesn't you know it doesn't feel gross when it's on schedule delivery for refills as low as two dollars half of what you're going to pay for other razors i mean less than half than what i was paying and you don't have to wait you know for them to be like go unlock the like little thing and then oh, they don't God. have the right thing that's, oh, that's like the worst much. you're just like i gotta get out of here anyways there's no reason not to try harry's get your best shave ever this season with harry's razors and skincare products get a 13 dollars starter set for just three dollars at harrys.com slash bcc that's harrys.com slash bcc for a three dollars starter set All right, let's move on. Hi, BCC. My name is Bree, like the cheese. I'm a huge fan and patron. Hey, thank you very much. I have been listening to you for a few years now, and I think I heard Michael as a guest on Blurry Creatures podcast when I was searching for a new paranormal show to listen to. I recognized Michael from True Blood and was hooked. Anyway, well, thank you for joining us. I hope you enjoy one of my very favorite family stories. I've always truly loved the paranormal, but haven't had any personal experiences other than some crazy synchronicities. So I'll hoard a good ghost story, but a cryptid one, pure gold, hairy, hairy gold. 
We agree. Around 2017, <laughs> yep. my little brother Parker, who was active duty in the Army, stationed out in Kentucky, had come home around Christmas on leave for a few days. It, uh, uh, Greg's, you can't see this at home, listeners, but Greg's eyes popped out of his head when we said Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! Not again. Mm-hmm. Not again. Uh, of course, uh, uh, excuse me. Okay. The. Okay, so he had come home around Christmas on leave for a few days. The family yep. and I were all standing in the kitchen listening to his travels to Afghanistan, Germany and, Germany, and the East Coast. My other three brothers and I have never really traveled, so we were in awe of his stories and experiences. Being a bit of a fan for the paranormal, I asked him if he experienced anything odd or inexplicable or unexplainable. Of course, the entire family quiets down and puts him on the spot. He looked at me with a severe stare and said, I'm pretty sure I heard Bigfoot. We were all so still, and I couldn't help but scream internally with delight. Parker is not the type to spin tails, so I knew. I love the idea of just getting so giddy listening to your. Yeah, that's like everybody's Thanksgiving uh, dinner dream. Your tired brother who just wants to celebrate Christmas. Right. (laughs) Dragging a Bigfoot story out of (laughs) So I knew what he was about to tell me was 100% his truth. I was getting a genuine story. He was stationed in the woods, middle of nowhere, Louisiana, guarding a shack full of live and discharged ammo, an ammunition supply point. The perimeter was about 20 to 30 yards away, lined as a chain lined as a chain link fence with barbed wire, lined with a chain link fence with barbed wire. They armed the soldiers with 30 rounds of ammo to share between them. Apparently, this was for any hillbilly in the woods brave enough to try and ambush a guarded shack by the army. <laughs> Wow. Or was it? He would spend about a week. That was me editorializing. He would spend about a week at a time out at this building during his stay in Louisiana and hated every single minute of it. The forest was pitch black and it felt like someone or something was always watching them. The worst part was going to the bathroom. Yes, there was a bathroom in the shack, but these were men, manly men. Multiple times he would wa- he would walk around the outside of the building to relieve himself and would feel eyes on him, and the forest would fall heavy, deathly silent, just staring at him. One dark night, he was just starting to fall asleep when the soldier on duty started shaking out, shaking him awake. Parker was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" The other soldier whispered, "Shh." Something is out there, man. So Parker runs out there, of course, thinking a bunch of hillbillies are coming to storm the shack. He gets outside and is hit with the worst smell. Death, skunk and wet, swamp dog. The forest is absolutely (laughs) silent and the feeling of being watched is weighing down on both of them. At this point, he started yelling into the forest. Hey! 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 around three times then about 50 yards away he heard whatever has been watching stalking and staring at them in the dark howl scream right back at him sidebar as parker's telling the story not only during christmas in 2017 but again a few days ago to remind me of the little details so i could write to you guys he got goosebumps both times describing this night okay so reliving something yeah he's telling it yeah 
Once he and his comrade heard the scream, Parker rushes to wake his sergeant up, and sergeant is pissed. Parker tells him that there's some huge animal outside and that he needs to come out immediately. When they step outside, everything in the forest wakes back up. Crickets, toads, and the like. The heavy feeling of being watched was gone, and the smell was very faint, then disappeared. He also said they had never had the feeling of being watched again, and the forest never went silent like it did that night. I asked Parker to describe the sound he heard, and he stated he couldn't sleep that night, freaked out, and convinced he had just heard a Bigfoot scream at him. So, once he got somewhere he could get internet on his phone, he he YouTubed different alleged Bigfoot screams and found one that made his stomach drop into his boots. (laughs) He couldn't remember the video, so like any good freak for Bigfoot and the paranormal, I pulled up the famous Ohio Howl. Riley, do you want to see... Can you do a quick googs on the Ohio Howl, see if we can get a hold of that? Mm -hmm. I want to hear that. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You could see the color drain from his face with the recognition. Oh, no. It is truly one of my favorite family stories, and here soon I'll write about my favorite family ghost one. I'm a huge fan of you guys. I want to thank you for all the hard work that you put into everything that you do. It doesn't go unnoticed. Brianna. Thank you so much, Bri. Yeah, What a great story. That's a good (laughs) and well-told awesome mm-hmm. i'd be wow. telling that every holiday yeah <laughs> totally and then playing that ohio howl just to fuck with him like yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Don't, do do that. don't fucking do that <laughs> dogs i hope this is the right one. Oh man mm, just a classic good foot howl mm. Yeah, and it that also sounds nice. like a like a noise a noise rock show in a basement in Detroit. It, but. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> it's great to actually have those dogs to compare it to because you can right. hear yeah. the difference yeah. there. That does it. Sounds like a siren. That is wild. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's so spooky. It's so soulful. It has that like that yeah. tone. Yeah. yeah. There's a mournfulness to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You hear it. It's cool. Oof. Greg, that Dana, we got chills. Some, we got some markers. You guys had some reaction, some Bigfoot markers yeah. in that story. Big reaction to from you guys when they talked about going back out and the forest woke back up. What did, what were you thinking there? Mm-hmm. Oh, we've been there. We've been there. Yeah. It, the I, we uh, the scariest Bigfoot experience I've ever had happened with a couple guys in Portsmouth, Ohio. Um, so you guys might even be familiar with them, Dallas and Wayne. You heard of these mm-hmm. guys? Heard of them? We've They've never got a, had them on the show. Well, it'll be hard now because I think they've passed on to the uh, great okay. Bigfoot oh, no. hotspot yeah. in the sky. <laughs> uh, there's a great documentary about them called "Not Your Typical Bigfoot Movie." Yep, yep. Um, this is excellent. Where, yep, this is how I know about. Yeah. Them. Okay. We went out with those guys, and we thought, well, this is just going to be, you know, they're larger than life characters. So we just thought it was going to be like a fun character study, hanging out with these guys. And you know, within ten minutes of meeting them, Dallas is crying, telling us about how he was choking in the woods, and Bigfoot came out of a portal and gave him the Heimlich maneuver. Oh my god! And what? saved his life. What? And I mean, he was sincere. Mm-hmm. Wow. wow! They both had really, uh, really fantastical experiences with Bigfoot. So we went into the experience kind of prepared to not really have anything happen. We were just sort of there to Collecting hear some, some stories, stories and, right. and listen to people mm-hmm. and have them take us to this place that they felt really they had they had been investigating for years and years and years. They called it the bone yard yes. because it was where the farmers would dump the carcasses of dead cows. Good name. Great. Uh-huh. They would go up there and they'd leave like 
marshmallows and all kinds of stuff. Yeah, it was like four or five miles up a mountain, kind of a little valley, two ridges on either side, and they would drive up and just sort of park in the middle. And sometimes they would go into the woods and explore, but most often than not, they would start a bonfire and they would just sit around this bonfire and let it happen. And, and so yeah, we were like, <laughs> just let it happen. Right. So we were like, all right. I was so, when they started howling a lot like that. It sounded a lot like that. No. I was so scared because whatever it was, was humongous. Mm-hmm. And then another one on the other, other side, side of the woods started howling back. Like no. they were howling back at either side of the campsite. To each other. Wow. I was so scared. I got in the van and like sat inside the van because I thought something was coming and I didn't know what to do because I was taken by surprise. Yeah. And then, of, and then of course, like the whole forest is silent Quiet. when this is happening. And then as soon as the experience was over, like we had rocks tossed at the campfire wow. and everything. As soon as the experience was over, forest lights back up, crickets start back up again. Spooky. It was very strange. So crazy. You hear that in UFO uh, sort of stories too. How everything, how the the sort of air in the area seems to be sucked out, or like this this time dilation. You know, I I love the. I can't believe you guys experienced it. That's crazy. I think a little jealous. I know. (laughs) I think like photos of ghosts in Bigfoot don't do the actual visual experience justice. And maybe it's the same is true for sound. You can hear the Ohio howl on YouTube, but when you're like out there in the woods and you hear that voluminous like fucking howl, it's like Mm -hmm. a whole other story. It's scary. I mean, it really strikes like a a primal fear inside of you because you know that you're supposed to be. Uh, intimidated by whatever that is. Yep. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you the, smell anything? Any smell? We didn't smell anything. That was the weird. Yeah, we mm-hmm. didn't smell anything. It's um, hard to overall the gasoline that, that is uh, true. Dallas tossed <laughs> in the fire. <laughs> <laughs> it tossed full tanks of yeah, gas. Did. Yeah, That's awesome. That, That's that great. Yeah. Like Dallas, wow. you've got wood right there. I prefer so, gas. Oh no, got it gasoline went, right here too. It went up. It went up the spout and <laughs> set the actual oh, like container like, on fire and it exploded. Oh my god. Maybe that's why the Bigfoots in the area are watching. Watching it, they're yeah, just yeah. like these guys. It's a weird They just came for the show. That's all. I mean, seriously. Oh my Amazing. God. All right. Well, we have time for one more. Bryce, what do you got? Yeah, I'll keep it quick. Here we go. Uh, hey, Bryce, Riley, and Michael. First of all, I'd like to say that my big hairy summer T-shirt has been a big hit whenever I've worn it. Holla nice. about that. Love yep. That. I wore it to a family barbecue and sparked conversations with some of my husband's uncles about their <laughs> beliefs the in the supernatural. It's always the husband's uncles who are going to talk about Bigfoot. <laughs> yes. Job well done. And I discovered some interesting things about them. Also, Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. That shirt has done its job. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's what it's that's why we made it. That's literally what it Get was designed to do. Get weird stories at a barbecue. Yes. <laughs> nice. From awesome. your husband's uncles. That's great. Also, I left to comment on the Patreon, but I wanted to repeat it here because it really is an incredible show and it's so relevant for you guys and this audience. Watch Res Dogs. Uh, not only the is it fun and full of heart, good. but it touches on cryptids Janish and all meeting. kinds of parent. Yes, mm-hmm. we've had a guest, Janice meeting, yeah, <laughs> and all kinds of paranormal concepts. And it does, and it's such a subtle yet powerful way. And I'm mad that they're only getting three seasons. Okay, now I gotta watch the, the show. <clears throat> It's so good. It's fantastic. It's, it's one of my so favorite shows. Okay, there you go. Uh, we got to get on this thing. Might be a TV oh, club. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I've attached a video from my doorbell cam from last night. As you can see in the video, a truck drives by triggering the camera to record. And then after the truck passes by, you can see orbs emerge from the trees across the street and float towards my house, where they move around in weird motions for a while and eventually fade out. 
These aren't bugs because you can see bugs in the video and they streak across the video really quickly and disappear. These dots linger and move in really weird patterns. I don't think they can be reflections of anything because there's just nothing in the area that would reflect like that. I did recently just update my altar and I put a wooden fairy sprite figure on it because I wanted to honor and thank the woodland spirits here at the end of the summer. I'm sure Dana's ears have perked up, but of mm -hmm. course thinking these things are related is probably wishful thinking. I don't know, what do you think this is? My husband and I watched it multiple times and I sent the video to my friends and none of us can figure out what this could be. As always, love you guys, love the show. I've evangelized the show to multiple peoples and now nice. they are listeners too. Also, Tommy has made it onto my playlist. Hell yeah, right on, rock on Tommy. Thanks cool. for a summer of great content. Looking forward to a spooky season. Okay, where's this video? And this thank you great. for your so, letter. <laughs> love this. This is this is a this is like a ring cam style video and yep. I will put this up on the Instagram as well, and you'll see at the top, it's just staring out of the street, neighborhood street. I believe mm -hmm. this listener uh, is from Kansas City, so I'm hoping I'm looking at the suburbs of my hometown. This is from oh, Anne, here it is right I believe. Here. I'm going to um, download it. So it's interesting here because we do see some glares from a truck going by at the top, mm -hmm. and then we're left with these sort of tandem little lights that could be bugs but they're moving in tandem with one another yeah and we see other examples of bugs floating through mm -hmm. so there is something unusual about this but i figured greg and dana oh, yeah. okay i see it. you're gonna make us well <laughs> i'm just i'm oh, just wow. saying you guys Tell have probably us. seen a lot of this stuff you've yeah. filmed stuff riley you're a camera guy What's going on here? Is this oh, a lens phenomenon? Are these bugs? Is it one bug that's reflecting itself? Or mm. two bugs that have like a top reflection? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's mm -hmm. going on here? Well, I can tell you this. This is really definitely a weird one because they do, there are two separate mm -hmm. little globules, little balls of light. Yeah. They seem to be moving very organically. Mm -hmm. They don't appear to be attached to any other light source in the camera screen. Yes. I can't see, and that's normally what you see. When you start to see some weird lights mm -hmm. that are moving around, you can usually point to another light source on the screen. You usually mm. can. They don't appear until after the truck drives by, so that light source is gone, yeah. the taillights are gone. Uh, I mean, my initial gut reaction with, with this would be that there's some kind of a spider web. Yeah. That's mm. what I would um, think first. Okay. But I can't see where it would be hanging out, and it moves in such a weird, erratic way. It, yeah. It doesn't seem like it would be attached to a spider web, because normally that just kind of, like, shakes. You know, and there are right. other <laughs> bugs floating around, flying around that are yeah, moving yeah. much faster. So it's it is weird. What do you think? I Tana? think have I think that if this person keeps an eye on this ring cam for the rest of the summer and look for more light anomalies like that, mm -hmm. if they move in the same way, consider that it is entirely possible that what you're looking at is potentially a spider web that's casting some kind of light off of the uh, the camera itself. Maybe there's a little bit of dew on it. Mm. But either way, don't let that discourage you from leaving uh, lovely thanks out for the Fae because they always come around, whether yeah. you catch them on camera or not. Put a little, right, put a little right. more juice on that altar and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's still, oh it's a God. cool video, though. It's very cool. Riley, yeah. what do you think? You're looking at it pretty close over there, I can tell. 
There's some artifacting in the driveway and on the sort of hillside, uh, just sort of back from the foreground there, that you can see sort of links all of these dots together, which oh. sort of brings my eye to this being some sort of lens artifact. Like, mm. because you kind of can almost see the curvature of a lens in the way these lights all move together. Although it is weird that the two pairs don't move exactly right that's what i can't figure out but they're like partially synchronized and then at the end it's really strange at the end around the 50 (laughs) second mark one flies up and one seems to go down through the fence and disappear by the fence they do make an exit right it's weird both of them seem to have this sort of theatrical exit too out of the out of the video which is weird yeah I don't know. I I have a like one of these like camera style style cameras at my house, and I get a lot of bugs and spiders, which I love. Um, but I've I've never really seen anything quite like this. No, video. we have the same kind of thing too. Yeah, because normally if we get one, it's it's obvious, and you can see the lights kind of cruising next to each other. But it's you're you're right; they do definitely like go off in two different directions. And you have samples of cars passing and seeing how the lights reflect yeah. when mm-hmm. the cars pass too. So it's it's weird. I don't know. I'm always yeah. inclined, especially now, to be like, eh, it's probably some sort of dust or bug. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, sure. Just because you know with these things there's, there's got to be got to play it safe yeah, you got to play it safe and yeah. i think they're literally asking what do you think this is but i'm a little stumped but i agree with greg and dana's advice like keep an eye on it see yeah. if it repeats and uh but keep keep juicing up that fairy altar and maybe you'll yeah. get some more hits <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well. gasoline yeah, couldn't just use yeah. gasoline <laughs> like there you go <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. gas. <laughs> Just throw some gas on it. Works every time. We're putting out fairies with gasoline. gasoline. Putting out fairies with gasoline. The opinions of Bigfoot Collectors Club do not necessarily <laughs> reflect that. All right. Well, Greg, Dana, thank you so much for going through these L files. Everyone at home, if you've got stories you want to share, uh, send them in to Bigfoot Collectors Club at gmail.com. The unbinding. Where Remind us where people can watch the documentary check the documentary out on amazon prime apple tv google play youtube anywhere that you buy or rent films you can check out the unbinding yeah do it watch it between now and friday and then friday join us on the other side we're gonna unpack it we're gonna talk to greg and and we got lots of questions about this movie and their experience and i and maybe what has or hasn't happened since so oh uh, we got stories great join us over at bcc the other side on patreon.com slash bigfoot collectors club and we're going to talk all things Unbinding. Watch the movie before you come over because we will be going into spoiler country, ladies and gentlemen, and our non-binary friends. So get ready for that. Greg, Dana, thank you so much for being here. Uh, you wow. guys are welcome back anytime. Dude, anytime. Thanks this is a blast. We always like hanging out with you guys. Pleasure's ours. You guys yes. are legends. Okay, everybody, you know what I'm going to say. Don't forget to click that follow button on Spotify, Apple, or your favorite podcast deep so you never miss a single episode of BCC. And you know what? We want to hear your thoughts on the show. Please rate and review us while you're there. And you know what? If you drop us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, we might read it on the show like this one. This is from Tooth and Claws fan. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Super and Supernatural. 
Hi, BCC boys. I love this podcast. It's cool. And I love these stories of high strangeness. Can you do an episode on werewolves or some Welsh monsters slash legends? Because I'm listening from Wales. Anyway, love the show. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. Love it. Right on. Fantastic. Don't forget our Patreon, BCC The Other Side, over at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club for three bonus episodes every month. Access to the Discord, discounts on merch, upgrade to the Cosmic Tier, and unlock three additional BCC soundtracks by Riley. It's all over there on the Patreon. And if you sign up, you join us there, you're going to get a shout out eventually on the show. It's time for (laughs) Patreon shout outs of the week. And this one inspired me to maybe do a new segment on Patreon shoutouts where I end with my favorite name of the week. Okay, Ooh, this, so oh, okay. we might have a new segment within within this. So Great. here we go: Stephanie Kalos, Cosmeteer. Thank you, Stephanie. Welcome, Gabrielle, Cosmeteer. Oh, thank you, Gabrielle. Welcome, Freedom Phillips, Cosmeteer. Freedom, thank you. Welcome. You you would say maybe maybe a candidate for a name of the week? Just wait. It's up there. Erica Lindsay. <laughs> Thanks, Erica. Ray HB. Thanks, Ray. Winter. Thank you, Winter. Kaylee D. Thank you. Ben Moen. Thanks, Ben. Sonia Lenarden, Cosmeteer. Thank you, Sonia. Welcome. And finally, our favorite name of the week, James W. Goatman the <laughs> Third. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, James. Then Thanks, thank Goatman. you, Goatman. <laughs> yes. All right, everyone. Well, follow me on Instagram. I'm over there at McMills. Bryce, you've got something yep. going on right now. Yes, I'm on those socials as well. But more importantly, you should be watching Expedition Bigfoot on Wednesday nights on the Discovery Channel. That's what you should be doing. Go check it out. All new episodes, Alaska, Expedition Bigfoot, and you. Yeah, and we realized it's only on the Discovery Channel right now. It's not yet on a streaming service. If you want to fork over, if you don't have Discovery Channel, you can buy buy episodes on apple tv correct i think you can just go get it i think you can buy episodes on on itunes and don't worry if you don't have cable discovery cable it's coming to streaming soon probably sometime in early november so okay great uh just hang tight and between now and then we are going to be recapping some action of expedition bigfoot over here on the other side so i think we're going to do it in two parts we'll do season four part one season four part two um and i think we're going to we're hopefully going to have some of the cast and crew back for those episodes as well so definitely stay tuned and if you have the ability to watch please watch expedition bigfoot alaska riley what do you get that extra content well, speaking of early November, and I'm finally doing it with enough time, Tommy will be on tour Yay! for the first Yay, great. about two weeks of November. We're doing Fantastic. a run up the West Coast from L.A. to Seattle. So uh, right. we're doing a run of shows with this band called The Crane Wives. They're really awesome. Um, I do know that a lot of the shows are already selling out. So if you want to go, you should probably get a ticket sooner than later. Hell and I promise yes. you it will be a good time. Oh, go see We've this show. They're fucking rule dude tommy is rad you will have a great night and i hopefully we'll see one of those shows uh all right everyone we're crossing over to the other side to discuss the unbinding with greg and dana newkirk if we don't see you there we'll see you back here next wednesday for an all-new episode of bcc go watch the unbinding regardless it's out now and it's great so good uh until then good night and go get regressed
Bigfoot Collectors Club is produced by Riley Bray and Michael McMillan and scored and engineered by Riley Bray. Our theme song, Come Alone, is by Sun Eaters, courtesy of Lotus Pool Records. Do us a favor and support the show and unlock three bonus episodes every month by becoming a member of our Patreon, BCC The Other Side, which can be found at patreon.com slash Bigfoot Collectors Club. Hey guys, Heather Ashley here, host of the Big Mad True Crime Podcast. If you're looking for a true crime podcast with all of the details and none of the small talk, you have found your people. Each week, we dive deep into a new case and learn everything there is to know, from getting to know the victim and the impact their cases had on those around them, to the investigation into what happened to them and who is or might be responsible. And if the bad guy looks like he might drink whiskey by a dumpster or has the social skills of an ogre, we say it because we were all thinking it anyway. As the name suggests, we get big mad over true crime, and I would love to have you join our incredible community of listeners with big hearts and zero time for small talk. Subscribe to Big Mad True Crime anywhere you listen to podcasts and listen to new episodes every single Monday. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes.